Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan tells me what Republicans will focus on if they win back the House. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Jordan also slams the aggressively political actions of the Justice Department and FBI. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. These messages are they're, they're, these messages are wrong. Democrats haven't learned, and I don't think that they will learn. In New York, I just think of this in New York. Kathy Hochul was celebrated. She was celebrated in New York. Let me look at this real quick because I was looking at some of the. This is where an area where I actually haven't been watching a ton of the polling, but um, she was really. I mean, she was really, really celebrated when she took. Uh, when she took office and it was right after Andrew Cuomo, you know, it was, it, she had it in the bag, nothing to worry about everybody. I mean, they're not, they don't even really, they didn't even really pull. They were just sort of, it was just sort of a given. And then she had the disastrous debate with Lee Zeldin on top of a lot of the other policies that she had, where she didn't really care about the issues that voters were telling her they prioritized. You had this disastrous interview. This is audio soundbite 14. This was on MSNBC where she was confronted about the crime issue. Listen. No governor has spent more money than I have on public safety in history. Okay, but I'm going to interrupt you then. Here's the problem. We don't feel safe. You might be working closely with Mayor Adams. You may have spent a whole lot of money, but... I walk into my pharmacy and everything is on lockdown because of shoplifters. I'm not going in the subway. People don't feel safe in this town. So you may have done these things, but right now we're not feeling good. We're worried we could be San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I've done everything possible. This is the message that Democrats are going out there with. Democracy is under attack because you're not voting for us, not Democrat, not not we're doing badly in the polls because we failed to listen to what your needs were and we failed to address those those concerns. We failed to provide for those concerns via legislation. We failed to do any of that. And apparently she just has there's another soundbite here. I just saw that flew, flew past uh, where she said it was absurd. All of the oh, boy, she she actually took. Oh, boy, this is bad. Uh, I'm going to dro- I'm going to drop this in slack. This is just why does she keep doing this here? Play this real quick. So this is from Carrie Pickett it says Hochul says it's absurd to say her campaign has taken a mocking tone towards voters fears about crime in her city. But she has she gets really aggravated. We have the audio of her actually mocking them. This is her trying to defend it. But governor, 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 governor are you saying basically that residents in this city don't have pure Fear of going into that subway, and are and has this campaign not been taking actually a mocking tone of the crime in this city? Are you saying that people in this city are not scared? That's an absurd assessment. That's absolutely absurd. We have been in the subway. I stood there with Mayor Adams just a few days ago, talking about it. So it's absurd to have those concerns. Not just to scare people to say, that's over here. You can scare people, but I'm working on a real solution. The solution is the state for the first time ever is deploying. So she says, you heard her. She says it's absurd to have these concerns. It's absurd. These are real concerns that people have. This is what I'm talking about. It's not just her. But I find her issue so fascinating because this is New York. Republicans don't even really do anything in New York because... Is New York. And here she is mocking people and then still saying 
It's absurd to feel. It's absurd. What are you scared about going into the subway? I don't know. Have you seen some of the stories where it's like almost every week somebody's getting shoved or on subway tracks or stabbed or hit or somebody's playing the knockout game or something? I mean, these, I mean, we've had them. We've had them in our quick five segments. I know exactly. I can look back and I can tell you all throughout the past year, two years, three years. This is not the way that you attract people. And so for Democrats to say that, well, democracy is under attack. It's almost like they're blaming you for not voting for them instead of taking accountability of not providing you with solutions. The fault will never, ever be the part this party. They will never, ever take that kind of accountability. They will never, ever look at themselves and say, this was wrong. Maybe we shouldn't have made fun of you about crime. This was wrong. Maybe we shouldn't have lied and gaslit you that uh, women were going to die in the streets when states were allowed to determine uh, abortion as birth control instead of the federal government. I've talked a lot about the Caltech KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Caltech KSG? Well, like everything that Caltech invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun. And the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus one. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Keltec. So the FBI sent out notices about the NIC system scrutinizing young adult purchasers of firearms. This is something actually that John Petrolino over at uh, Bearing Arms had noted. He said that recently an FFL had contacted uh, a mutual friend, a friend of his about a bulletin from the ATF. And they said, it looks like there's, oh, there's a message from the NICS system that all FFLs need to be made aware of. And it's from that Bipartisan Safer Communities Act coming into effect. And so it's, they said, transactions on persons between the ages of 18 to 20 are going to be initially delayed. And the address of the individual is going to be collected so that they can uh, contact appropriate local and state entities. It's the quote unquote enhanced process. Yeah. Well, remember, a right delayed is a right denied. The end. Uh, Moving on. Now they say that permanent daylight savings time could hurt our health, according to experts. I don't understand the daylight savings time thing. I mean, I understand it back from like olden times, but it just makes everything miserable and it's dark earlier and it's awful and I hate it. Why do we do it? But now, apparently, because we have the Sunshine Protection Act, they so we passed that. So they, they said that uh, that uh, the Senate passed it. The House hasn't done anything with it. They would make daylight savings time permanent, but they said that it could actually hurt our health. If you you're moving your clocks backwards and forwards and all of that stuff, I just I just think it needs to stop. Stop. Uh, also, Stouffer's woohoo! This I know this is from Food and Wine. They said that Stouffer's created a Bloody Mary mix that tastes like lasagna, and I think that's nasty. Can I just just can I just offer just that without getting into it further? Then is yeah. 
A driver was seriously injured after being run over three times by their own car. If you ask, if you like immediately guess, not just, you know, because of anything else, just because of statistics, that it was, a, yeah, that it was a woman. Yeah, it was. She was 45 years old, ran over herself three damn times by her own car, her own car. She ran herself over three times. She parked on a slope, apparently, or tried to. Stick with us. We got a lot more in store, folks. I do not believe it's because of a deep well of enthusiasm for my opponent. We know that black voters are often discounted. And unfortunately, this year, black men have been a very targeted population for misinformation, not misinformation about what they want, but about why they want what they deserve. Wow. No. So so Stacey Abrams argument is that the reason that that no one is that no one's supporting her is because, well, it's their problem, not her problem. Oh, wow. Wow. That always works. Yeah, that's like, what a great message. Great get out the vote message. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Uh, And that I just think all of that is so I think that's incredibly sad and unhelpful and not true. Early voting is is apparently crazy right now in uh, Georgia. It's they're 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 having a, a great early voting turnout. Why? So why, I'm just trying to figure out why is she specifically? Well, it's because uh, uh, black men aren't supporting me. It's never her problem. It's always everybody else's issue, but never hers. Well, that's the type of person you want in office. <laughs> Good grief. Not not I. I, I apparently not any of their voters either. Uh, so as I said, welcome back. There's a, a number of things I still want to make sure that we're that we're hitting on. Uh, we have some of the latest polls, all this stuff. You know, we, I, I think we're there was one. Let me pull this up. This was in uh, Indiana, uh, an Indiana election official reportedly uh, uh, he reportedly ejected a Democrat poll worker over allegations. And this comes by way there's Fox and then there's local Indiana. Uh, come, they said that it was over allegations that he had pressured poll workers against voting for certain candidates and pre-selected candidates on a voting machine last week. It was in Carmel, Indiana, under the Hamilton County election office. And apparently the Beth Scheller, who was the Hamilton County election administrator, declined to confirm the poll workers identity, but had a detailed report from the inspector at the polling location. The poll worker was identified by the chalkboard review executive director as James Zeng, and he is reportedly being investigated, and Scheller says she hopes to see him prosecuted. Always things to look out for at polling places. I I know people get super uh, argumentative over appearances of electioneering as well. And one of the other things to note is, in addition to this, all of the states that had very strict lockdown policies in place, uh, Nevada, New York, Wisconsin, Michigan, their their state lawmakers, particularly their pro-lockdown Democrat ones, are really, really facing a lot of electoral headwind. And these are an inflation economy and also in particularly some of these states that had the strictest lockdowns, those the lockdown issues are still those are some of the top issues 
Mm-mm-mm. Democrats are are in a lot of trouble. And here's another story from CNN. Fact check. Biden's midterms message includes false and misleading claims yeah. on Social Security. Uh, corporate taxes, debt and deficit, the unemployment rate. Oh, boy. Now, again, don't get excited. I know you want to because you're so because it's shocking. You're so used to media protecting these individuals. But you have to realize that in a way they still are. They're they're just protecting the next Democrat up and comer. That's what this is about. They're not looking at they're 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 going to run Biden out. I've been telling you this. That's why I'm already starting to see more of these Tony Bobolinsky pieces. Have you been seeing these? And not just by the usual people who write them. It's kind of interesting. It's his last. They're really going after setting up decisions. some Hunter Biden stuff. It's time for Florida man. Hmm. As I as I read this Florida man story, I'm just going to share this one real quick with uh, if I can find it with Kane. If I maybe I can't keep it, in, I lost my stupid channel uh, because I need other eyes on this besides just mine. Okay, so first up, it's one of those. Uh, a Florida man ran into a flagman, a flagman, flagman working on the roads. Seventy-six-year-old Florida man was arrested. He got impatient, and he was in his Porsche. And uh, according to Flagger Live, Donald Steinle, 76, had an encounter with a flagman named Isaiah in Palm Coast Thursday. So the road crew was paving. The 76-year-old ignored the instructions and decided he was going to be froggy. And and he decided to, uh, he was yelling that he needed to turn left. He rubbed his engine, pr- lunged forward, struck the guy's legs, pushed him back against the wall. So he's totally in trouble now, as he should be, because stop. Why? What? Just... Have patience, because now he was arrested, charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon because he used his car and is had to be released on twenty five hundred dollar bond. So they said that he believed the lunge. They what he said, because he was caught, he, police caught up with him at his house, was that he ran in front that Isaiah ran up in front of the vehicle and got in front of him. And that's when uh, he said the, the the car lunged forward during their conversation. But he did not intentionally mean to strike him. I just think this whole situation is bad. Just stop. Just don't have impatience. Just don't be impatient. Hmm. Okay. Are we ready for this one? Okay. A 300-pound Florida woman was jailed after a family brawl in Leesburg. Oh, boy. So Michael Anthony Butcher, 48, had driven 22-year-old Alyssa Butcher to the Lake County Courthouse, and she had sought an injunction to prevent a woman from stalking her. The judge denied her petition when they arrived back at the home. She began arguing with 45-year-old Jody Butcher and then Michael Butcher regarding the case. This is literally the story. They said that Alyssa, who is in excess of 300 plus pounds, grabbed Jody's right thumb and bent it backwards to the point where it was broken or dislocated. Michael saw the attack on his wife, grabbed her hair, threw her on the floor, which can we just like like put out? I mean, I'm not like glorifying this, but she was a larger woman and he was able to throw her on the floor per the report. That's pretty impressive. Uh, they said uh, then, though, he 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 hit her. Uh, several times in the face and head. They both exchanged blows. Then the, the police arrived and everybody was flinging everybody else to the floor by their hair. And uh, Alyssa and Michael were placed under arrest for domestic battery. Their bail set at 500 and 1,000 respectively. Why? Why even do this? Just it didn't have to be this way. I'm just saying it didn't have to be this way. Uh, let's see. A, uh, oh, goodness. I've got a couple of here. 
Uh, this had to do with the, uh, this is a, from the villages. The uh, deputies are reportedly keeping an eye on a fearful neighborhood in the villages because a Florida man went on a rampage. Uh, so what ended up happening, he's got this guy named Brian Kissinger has his neighborhood Ashley Villas on edge. There was these bizarre incidents where he was arrested after he set fire to a box containing trash. They put it out with a neighbor's garden hose. Uh, the neighbor, the roadway outside of the neighbor's house was spray painted. Then that was cleared up. And uh, he's been arrested twice. And he's been in contact with the police like six times in the past several months. So they're watching this neighborhood in the villages because this guy keeps getting, he keeps messing around. What is going on? Is it the humidity? I don't know. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan joins me to explain what he will focus on as Judiciary Committee Chairman. If Republicans win back the House in the midterms, I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Jordan also slams the aggressively political actions of the Justice Department and FBI. I'll also react to Elon Musk officially taking over at Twitter. Don't miss it. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.